this is the most annoying sound in the world. I'm your host, Tristan, and this is episode 17 of the Upper Class Podcast. Sitting in front of me, we have Kyler Johnson. Hello. And Connor, the Queen, Keen. Yes. <laughs> Hiding in the corner so he doesn't have to say anything into a mic, we have Ryan, wears sunglasses indoors, Canfield, running tech. He just took them off for some reason. I don't know why. I wonder why. Well, how about you guys introduce yourselves if People don't know who you are for some reason. Hi, I'm Kyler Johnson. As Tristan said earlier, I am a co-host on the Upper Class Podcast and occasionally the Rethink Podcast. Something that you should know about me is I, I don't know, do soundboard for the church occasionally and I like to play hacky sack and yeah, Connor. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Connor King. I am 18 and I drive a car. Are you going to do that again? That's all you need to know about me. (laughs) Wow. You do that every week. I do do that every (laughs) week. That is pretty insane, man. I know. Hey, cars are cool. They are cool. Not mine, but other cars. Not your car's like a go-kart, man. (laughs) That's not good. No, that's a great thing. You could could take corners really fast sometimes. Well, not really. Regardless, if you see these guys around, make sure to give them a big thanks or a big hug. Because a lot of effort goes into making these podcasts. It's true. And they give up their time to do these things. So you better do that. All right. So many of you might be wondering what we're doing right now. Originally, this podcast was kind of intended as like kind of substitute for youth group while we were all not allowed to come to church for a while. But then it's kind of grown since then. And we're kind of making this an every week type thing. Just it's meant as a ground for connection and learning more about God's word. Basically, the goal for this podcast is to have you listeners out there get together with a group of friends or whatever, listen and then talk about it because we have questions at the end usually. And we just want people out there to stay connected. So... If you want to tell other friends about this podcast, you can tell them that you can, they can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Another thing you should tell them right now is that home is your first church. Because when we're stuck at home and kind of shut off from the rest of the world, that doesn't mean our relationship with God ends. It just means that it's a great opportunity to grow our relationship with God. All right, so now we have some announcements. I think one thing, probably the biggest thing coming up for our church youth group is the canceled event. Kyler, do you want to talk about that? Sure. So, canceled as of right now is not canceled, and it's the only thing not canceled this summer. And so, canceled is a summer camp that's going to be held at the Farley's Wildlife Preserve in, (laughs) is it Dundee, I think? Yeah, I think it's Dundee. Yeah, somewhere around Dundee. Yeah. It's its top secret location. Yeah. And it goes from August 11th to August 14th, Tuesday through Friday, and it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be stuff happening with other people, and it's going to be fun. And I heard there's even trees there. There are trees there, and a river. Yeah. There is a river, and, and we are definitely going to be going in Grass it. and fresh and, air. Yeah, and animals, yeah. eagles. Yeah, so Eagles. I think there might be a bunny if the eagle hasn't gotten it yet. <laughs> That's right. So we'll bunnies, but you better watch out. Yep. Yeah. So for you, those of you who don't know, our all of our youth groups are meeting right now. If you're in middle school or a freshman or sophomore in high school, 
your youth group is meeting on Wednesdays outside up by the campfire in our church, and you have Wes, who's preaching a message every week, and they're doing games. And for us up, upper-class people, we're meeting on Sundays, and what we're doing right now is kind of doing a lot of painting, a lot of construction, because for those of you who don't know, we are building up a what we call the Next Gen Center downstairs, which is basically going to be a completely renovated youth group area with tons of fun stuff. And, and it's gonna... a double-decker couch. Yes, and a double-decker couch. So Eventually. Eventually. It's, and it's already halfway built. Exactly. <laughs> we got the first level. Yeah, it's a futon. And mm-hmm. both of those are starting at 7 p.m., but on their respective days. That's right. And right. Yeah. Well, COVID announcements. For those of you living in Oregon, it's... Kind of a tough announcement, but Kate Brown, our governor, just announced that masks are going to be required at all times if you're within six feet of each other. So not only indoors, but also outdoors. It's This doesn't really mean that you're going to have to wear a mask all the time, but like I know here at church, we're going to have it, so you're going to have to if you're indoors, and you just will have to stay kind of distance outside, if that makes sense. But aside from that, we're going to move on because that's kind of a sucky announcement, but... <laughs> Well, Connor, Kyler, how have you guys been doing? Pretty much the same as always. That's great, Kyler. I'm joking. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> There's nothing more to say. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Well, Kyler, how about you? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, I've just been working a lot so I can get money, so I can go yeah, to man. college. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What's it like to have money? I don't know. I really, I, I don't really get to spend it because it's, can just go to college <laughs> oh yeah so it's kind of like working and then not getting money but then being able to go to school which why 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 am i going to school i don't know man don't ask me man. life's great questions what have you guys been doing in your boredom and i mean besides working because i know that's what you said you were doing i know connor you went camping last week with me yeah so. i did go camping with you last that was pretty week. fun that was pretty fun <laughs> yeah I, I go camping on the weekends, but not with Tristan and Connor. What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, you just go with your family, right? Yeah, and some friends, but wow. usually just to my grandparents' house on the Sluts River. Sweet, man. It's pretty fun, though. That is pretty cool. Do you go hammock camping? Usually? Uh, I usually do, but this last week I didn't because I, don't, I just don't get as good of rest in a hammock as in, like, you know, anything else. Thank you. I disagree. <laughs> okay. I find hammock hammocking is the best source of comfort because you're ba- like i always tell my friends i like to feel like i'm suffocating when i'm sleeping <laughs> and hammocks are a great way to do that because you're completely closed off from all outside air it's like i'm metamorphosizing if that makes sense but then you're also like slouch i know but i can like turn at like a 45 degree angle and then it's like perfect i think that because of your whatever your back thing is called i don't actually remember what it's called but whatever that is i feel like that might have something to do with your hammock sleeping actually no i actually feel better after i sleep in hammocks well, for no, some that's, reason that's what i'm saying is maybe that's help beneficial to your back but maybe. To everyone else it hurts maybe it's got like a reverse effect on me so <laughs> because for us it sucks we can't sleep yeah Anyways, moving on from that, I'm going to talk about our topics today. So I was kind of reading through my scripture this week and just think about stuff going on in our world right now and just kind of conditions of home life. And I um, I wanted to cover today just submission to the Lord and also just kind of quarreling and fighting right now because I feel like that's really relevant today. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about some uplifting news stories. So to start us off, we're going to have Connor, talk about those. Okay, well, the first uplifting news story is for any Star Wars fans out there. 
there's this new TV show coming out called The Bad Batch. And for those of you that don't know what that is, you must first watch the newest season of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, (laughs) to be introduced to this group named The Bad Batch. It's cool. How many seasons? Awesome. How many seasons do I have to watch of The Clone Wars? Just the one. Just the last one. Season seven. What I've learned about Clone Wars is you really don't have to watch it from the beginning. You can watch it from wherever and kind of figure out what's going on. It's true. Except, well, there's like little mini There's mini, like mini plots in it. But if you start from the beginning of like a little mini series in the show itself, Mm -hmm. you'll figure out what's going on. Because you already know all the characters and it's, yeah. Or if you don't, it's easy to figure out who they are. Or you've just never seen Star Wars before at that point. It's like... I mean, you've had all this time. So. Yeah, that's just your own fault. But, but anyway, that's happening. Yeah. More information to come because we don't know a ton about it yet. Yeah. I've also heard rumors that they're going to have a sequel to the Rebels series, which was kind of a spinoff of Clone Wars, but after like everything It's happened. a little different. Yeah. So. And in other news, there has been a really interesting story that happened. I don't even know when it was. It was a couple days ago, probably. July 9th, I think. Was it July 9th? Yeah. On July 9th, my six-year-old nephew... This is a quote. From, <laughs> not his six-year-old Not nephew. my six-year-old nephew. <laughs> this is from someone named Nikki Walker. Nikki Walker? Yeah, Nikki Walker claims that her nephew... Not claims. This actually happened. On July 9th... Liar. Nikki's six-year-old nephew, Bridger, saved his little sister's life by standing in between her and a charging dog. After getting bit several times on the face and the head, he grabbed his sister's hand and ran with her to keep her safe. He later stated, if someone had to die, I thought it should be me. That sounds like something that a hero would say. And Maybe. I think Bridger is a hero. Maybe. But that sounds like, that was like a super cool quote for like a, what, eight-year-old or something? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I almost wondered if the, the dog was like really, like one of those like one foot long dogs. That'd be kind of funny, but. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm joking. It was a very cool story I actually saw on Facebook a couple days ago, and I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the message. So, again, like I mentioned earlier, I was just reading some scripture this weekend. This passage really stood out to me. Today we're going to be in James 4, and we're going to read verses 1 through 12. So, I'm going to go ahead and read that right now. So, verse 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask... You do not receive, because you ask with rotten motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture stays without reason, that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? So as I'm reading this, one thing that really was brought to my mind was submission. So what does it mean to submit to the Lord? 
one thing that really stood out to me in the passage is in verse 10, it says, humble yourselves before the Lord. Now, really what this means, for those of you who don't know what humility means, it means that you're making yourself lesser than what you want to be, basically. I don't know, would you guys agree with that, kind of? Mm-hmm. And um, one thing it also says in the scripture is to not judge others. And that's what the Bible really points out a lot, is it's not our job to judge our neighbors because we have no power to do that. The only one who can do that is the one who made the law, which is God. So another thing that says in the scripture here is in verse 8, it says, come near to God and he will come near to you. I think that's just a great picture of submission because what it's saying there is if you desire to be with the Lord and you come to him and you ask for him to be near to you, then he will be. I think that's, yeah. So how can we do this in our daily lives though? How can we really submit to the Lord? What, what do you guys think? I mean, going along the lines of don't judge other people for what they do, you know? It's yeah. just don't pay any attention to what other people do I, or doing. I don't remember exactly. I think it might have been Wes who was talking about it. But we were talking about how we can't expect, like, non-Christians to live up to Christian standards mm-hmm. because they're not saved. Yeah. So you, even if it's, like, Christians, just don't judge others. Yeah. Because it's not your job. It's not your place. You're a sinner, too. You all belong in hell, but you've been saved. Thank goodness. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Yes. I also right. think a way to submit to the Lord is to, like, humble yourself and give glory to God, like, in all things. Mm-hmm. Because you you don't really have anything that wasn't, like, given to you. I know the Bible says that somewhere. I don't know exactly. But everything that you have was given to you from God. If you're good at something, God allowed you to be good at it. He gave you the abilities Mm -hmm. to. It's not like your own, you know, it's not your own doing for being good at something or having stuff. It's all God's stuff. Definitely. I definitely think humility is a big piece of it because in lives, our kind of our general desire is to make ourselves known and to make ourselves important to other people. And I think... It's just kind of a great reminder because God is telling us, no, that's not what I want you to do. I, that's, not what I, that's not what I deem as righteous. I think humility is just really important. So I want to read this part again because I think it's just kind of a great picture of more submission. It says, therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. So what does it mean by this? Does it mean that if you live in the world and sin, you are an an enemy of God. I think in a way it does mean that, but it doesn't mean you're doomed to destruction of sin, if that makes sense. If you put your hope in Jesus, you're not going to be left to the fate of the world, which is what I think is so great about Jesus, because he says, look, you're all, you all deserve the penalty of death for your sin. Even one sin will earn that for you. But if you put your trust in the Lord, if you submit to the Lord, then you're not going to be doomed. And I just think that's a great picture of that. So I don't know. Do you guys agree? I do. Yeah. I do. I do. (laughs) I also think being like a friend to the world, it's not just living in it. It's like accepting the things that are of the world instead of like, because like you can be in the world, but not of the world. And then you can be like friends with Jesus and God, Mm -hmm. you know? So like if you choose to be friends with the world instead of being friends with God, then it's, I don't know exactly what they say, but it's that. Yeah, definitely. I Yeah, I agree with Kai, what Kai was saying. Yes, I agree with it too. I do. <laughs> I also agree. <laughs> yeah. It's good, Kyla. But yeah, I just think it's really relevant to today because we just have a ton of stuff going on 
And I think for us as Christians, it's really hard to decide what is right and if what we're doing is pleasing to God. And I think that kind of leads me to my next point is I wanted to cover quarreling a little bit. So I'm going to read James 4, 1 through 3 again. It says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So what are your guys' thoughts on this passage? Like what stands out to you guys? I like it says when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Mm -hmm. That reminds me of, uh, what was it? It was a long time ago, but it was when your dad was talking about, he had like this ear ringing. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he talked about how he would pray like every night that it would just go away. Take it away, God, take it away. It needs to go away. And then I guess he read something, some passage in the Bible, and he realized, okay, God, you're not going to take this away from me. So please help me. He like, because he was asking the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. He was, he needed to ask God to help him be strong enough mm-hmm. to deal with it or have the patience with it or whatever. So, I mean, it's not exactly the same thing, but it's you can't yeah. just go around asking God, I want this, I want this, can I have this, I need this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about absolutely on your heart. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I catch myself a lot of times, especially in prayer. When I pray, sometimes I find that what I'm asking is with the desire of serving my own needs and not necessarily like fulfilling the will of god or like doing something in order to fulfill his purpose or help other people it's just because a lot of times people pray because they don't like their situation and they want out of it they're like lord please help me get me out of the situation because i don't like it's uncomfortable being here and i think one important thing to remember is god puts us in those uncomfortable situations for reasons you know for a while back it was also like with my back for a while i'd ask Lord, please heal me over and over again because I wanted to be able to play games and stuff and do fun things. But I think the theme for me was kind of remembering that there's purpose even in the suffering, you know? Like, it's not there just because there's always a reason for it. So, what causes fights among us? That's my next question. All kinds of things do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Kyler? I think it basically boils down to what it says, which is coveting. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to covet, real quick? To want something that someone Mm -hmm. else has or you don't have, I guess. Yeah. To want something. Yeah, basically kind of like jealousy a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, well, it just reminds me of, like, the first fight. I mean, one of the first fights with Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. It was coveting, like, God being happy, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. the blessing that God put on. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think it's definitely a combination of selfish ambition and our desire to sin, you know, because we're born into this world with those things in heart. Sin is in our heart. We're always going to want to sin because what the world offers and says is that sin is going to make you happy. Giving in to what you want will make you happy. And a lot of times that often leads to disagreements and fighting with other people. I mean, look, you have family members against family members all the time. I think we all know that. I, I know sometimes me and my brother fight because that's just kind of what yeah. siblings do. And what? It's, and it's expected to, like, siblings fight. Nobody's like, what? Siblings fight? No, everybody knows. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, yeah, that's something. But especially right now, too, in my high school right now, I don't think there's one person who would agree with another person in the high school. 
there's always little disagreements that people are. It's very true. Yeah, like all kinds of disagreements. All kinds of stuff. Even yeah. if they agree on like certain things, they're always. It's like it's it boils down to the simplest of things. It's a lot of it's like I'm right. No yeah. one's no one can tell me otherwise. Exactly. I mean, I've had people argue over like what kind of milk tastes better, or whatever. I mean, <laughs> seriously, that's the dumbest thing. I was reading this thing last night. It said. One of the biggest problems for fighting is because someone doesn't understand the reason why someone would feel something else. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah. they're... So empathy? Yeah, kind of like they... Because they don't feel that feeling, they think they dismiss it. And in a way, it kind of is really demeaning to the other person because they're like, oh, so they're better than me because they don't feel that thing or something. Or, yeah. I think that's where we as Christians really have to check ourselves because God tells us to be understanding, to listen and be quick to listen and slow to anger. And I think that's also going back to submitting to the Lord is you submit to him our emotions and our attitudes too, you know. So why do we so often have selfish intentions, not only in prayer, but in life just in general? That's that's what I'm wondering because literally I don't think I've ever gone a day in my life without having something I want and then trying to get what I want, you know? Even if it's like a snack or something, yeah. I'm going to get a snack or leftover food. I'm like, all right, Caden, do not steal that from me. I'm going to get it. <laughs> We're kind of raised like that. Yeah, we like, really are. The whole world, we always like, I mean – we have needs and we want them to be met. Yeah. But then like it extends beyond that. And like we want wants and we want them to be met. And so you're kind of just surrounded by selfishness. And so you're selfish with that. Yeah, definitely. I think that just kind of boils down to like human nature or more of the nature of sin. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, this is, that's just how it is. And you can, you can try and change it, but ultimately... Yeah, humans as Gerald, they're just selfish, you know. This is very true. Yeah, I mean, we we always desire things, and I I don't. One one thing to think about is right now, what are you doing right now? Because you could be sitting in your house just doing whatever, you could be relaxing. It's like, why are you relaxing? Because you want to do there, and no one's gonna stop you from doing that or whatever. If that makes any sense. We live in a society that makes gain off of coveting yeah because it's like it's like oh you should get this and have this and have this i want this i want this and mm-hmm. well, yeah the there's no sometimes. money there's no money in just like helping people to help people yeah and so people are like i mean society's like oh you don't need to help people because like you won't profit from it help yourself but there's more things than just money you know it's yeah. like helping someone has its own rewards and it's also just like mm-hmm. what you should do mm-hmm but it's not it's not physical rewards. No. It's all like spiritual or mental. So it's different. You a lot of people are like it's not I can't see it. I can't see yeah. it. So it's not there. I think it's tough for people who don't have a belief or understanding of God because for them there's no hope in life. So their goal is to serve themselves and make their life as happy as possible and what they think is going to make them happy. You know, and I think a lot of times when you don't have God in life, you're searching for purpose and you're going to do anything you can to make yourself feel important, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So anything else stand out in the scripture to you guys? We covered everything, but something you said earlier, it was like the sin is kind of like in the world, like it's everywhere. You said something like that earlier. And I was just thinking back to the to the part where it's like being friends with the world makes you an enemy of God because it's like mm-hmm. being friends with the world is like being friends with sin mm-hmm. and sin and God just don't mix. 
So mm-hmm. if you're friends with sin, then of course you're an enemy to God because sin is like the opposite of God. Well, and if you remember in the Bible, it says God let Satan be kind of ruler over the earth where he's kind of letting sin run rampant across the world. I think that's kind of relates to that a little bit where if you're a friend of the world and what the world offers, then you're in a way siding with sin and turning away from the Lord. So mm-hmm. one verse that really stood out to me was uh, verse 9. It says, Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. One of the reasons this really stood out to me was because this, again, was a great picture of humility. Because it's saying when you realize in your heart your wrongdoings and your sin, you're going to change your understanding. You're going to change all the joy you think you have and all the laughter you think you have. You're going to change that to mourning and grief because you realize how sinful you are. But that's really why we need God because he offers an escape from that just horrible sadness after realizing how sinful you are. Would you guys... With that. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It says in verse 10 again, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Would you guys say that's a hopeful promise for people out there? Yes, but it's like, I mean, that's kind of just how Christianity is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for people to accept because we're so prideful. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you let go of your pride, you can get saved and you can get all of the uh, benefits that you could never imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a simple task, but definitely a hard one to mm-hmm. submit yourself. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's not just a one-time thing either. It's, it's a, constant. It's a, it's a life thing. Yeah. You have, you have to live it. You do. Your whole life. Yeah. Every single day. You have to wake up and you say, I'm going to humble myself before mm-hmm. God. I think another important reminder here is when we say you have to wake up and like humble yourselves and live it daily, it's not like a big task you have to do. You just have to keep God in mind and believe in him, really. That's all it is when you have faith in Jesus. It's literally just that sentence right there. You believe that he can save you from your sins, and you try to live a life just doing things that are pleasing to him. It's not the actions that get that save you. It's just your belief that he can save you, yeah. you know? I think for us as Christians, that's one of the things that helps us to do, like, to at least try to do the right things because we know that, the picture Christ offers is the perfect life, you know? Yeah. And I think something that, like, really drives home the point that actions, like, they aren't what save you is when Jesus was hanging on the cross, the criminal right next to him mm-hmm. said that he was God and he believed in him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, you're saved. I'll yep. see you in heaven. Yeah. And did the criminal ever do anything, like, no. yeah, that he... was worthy of going to heaven? Nah, he was... He just accepted Jesus. Yeah, you know, and that's really all it is. Submit yourselves to the Lord, and that's all it is. Well, that is going to bring us into our question times. What's something that causes you to fight? What are your motives in coming before the Lord? What do you think God wants your motives to be? What is the difference between a friendship with the world and a friendship with God? How can you humble yourself before the Lord? You can find these questions on the CMUK Insta at CalvaryMac underscore upper class. You can join our text reminders by texting at MacUpper to 81010. Do you guys have any final thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you could say them if you want. Okay, just give me a second. I have them. I, I know the words in my mind are there. Gotcha. It's just like making them into sentences, you know? Yeah, man. Sometimes I just start sentences without knowing what I'm going to say. <laughs> and you find the sentence along the way yeah. like Michael Scott. Exactly. Okay. 
<clears throat> so I think I'm ready to disclose my final thoughts. All so, right. all right, I lost them. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I do. I do have something. Okay. So I think my brain kind of shot it back to live every day uh, humbling yourself before mm-hmm. God. That's one of the biggest things because you one of your main takeaways today was submit, right? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, every day submit yourself to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great point. When you humble yourself, not only are you submitting yourself to the Lord, but you are reducing the need for fighting and anger. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. So, well. Whoa, I have final thoughts. All right, then say it. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree with what Connor said with, you know, humbling yourself every day. And then I think you should also keep in mind praying always. Just like in everything you do, keep an open line of mm-hmm. communication with God. And then also, as things are opening up, we want to make sure that our relationships with the Lord start in our homes with our families and that we're like still pursuing God at our house first and then living that out when we gather together at church or youth group. Mm-hmm. But just remember that home is your first church and your relationship starts there mm-hmm. with God. Definitely. Well... I think that's going to about do it for today. So I want to thank you all for listening out there. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We're going to have another podcast up and ready like we do every week. So we're going to say goodbye now. So see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Bye. Bye. Sounds like what? it sounds like when a wire has electricity going through. You can hear like. <laughs> Do you know what a diaphragm is? <laughs>